So prophetically, I speak over 2024 that the Lord, your God, is in your midst a victorious warrior. God calls himself that. He will exult over you with joy. He will quiet you in his love. He will rejoice over you with shouts of joy. And I want my God, the victorious warrior, to shout over me with joy. It's time now for the Autumn Miles Show. guys it is your girl happy new year to you welcome to the best year of your life 2024 here we are how did we get here i don't know happy new year happy new happy new year um i am so oh my goodness i have so many thoughts of this year coming up i've been in deep prayer about this year. I've been in deep prayer for you. We are going to start this year strong here at the Autumn Mile Show, and I invite you to stay with us the entire year of 2024 and to really sit under the transforming power of the Bible, of His Spirit, of God's Spirit, of God our Father. Let's this year fix our eyes on him, focus on him, what he can do for us. Let's focus on him this year. So happy new year. I hope you didn't stay out too late on New Year's Eve. I'm 43, so those days are way behind me. But it's so funny. My children are now uh, asking to, you know, go out to friends' houses and all this kind of stuff. And I have become my parents, and that's not a bad thing, but I always thought my parents were so old. And I think to myself, no, surely I'm not my parents. Like, I am, I don't feel like my I feel young. And yet, come New Year's Eve, we used to have parties and stuff like that at our house all the time, and now I'm like, I'm tired. Is it, is it midnight yet? One year, I slept through New Year's a couple of years ago. That was the year, though, that we actually it was a lot of years ago. That was the year that we adopted the babies and um, we had two almost one year olds at our house. And so, you know, what? I'm going to give myself a pass that I slept through that new year because I was just trying to sleep at all during that time. So happy new year. After the break, we are going to go over what I believe God has spoken very specifically to me about for the next year. It's going to be awesome. You're going to love it. Don't go anywhere. We will talk about that after the break. What is happening in my life? Well, to keep with the theme, I was having a conversation with my sister-in-law who works for the show, the ministry, and we were talking about 2024. And I feel like already, even though we have just begun, we have just literally breached into 2024. I feel like there's a lot in store for our family. And I want to just tell you what that means and what that looks like. In 2024, in this month, 
I will be starting my Masters of Divinity, which I think is a very big deal. I've waited a very long time to do that. Been out of school since 2004, so that's 20 years. I've waited 20 years to go back to school. So that is a huge, a huge deal. A big, you know, gift. It was my Christmas gift from Jesus. Like it just was. In May of 2024, Eddie and I will be married 20 years. I know. I'm assuming you're applauding. I'm assuming you're saying, wow. But we will be married 20 years to married. You know how people are like, how long have you been with your um, spouse? And they're like, well, we've been married for six years, but we dated for seven. And then we, we talked for about four. So altogether 20 years <laughs> or whatever, whatever that math is. No, we've been married 20 years, like said I do in 2004. And that is super weird. We will have a celebration this year for that, but it's unbelievable that we are hitting that 20 year mark. I remember when my parents were married 20 years. I remember when my dad turned 40 and here I am 43. So crazy. But that will be a huge thing in 2024 that we were excited about. Also in May, our daughter will graduate high school. What is happening to my life? I know. She's graduating. She only has a few months yet. And I will just have to say that I'm okay with it. I think I grieved a lot during her sophomore year. I grieve in reverse. Anyone else do that out there? I tend to grieve in reverse, which is really weird. Like I'll think about it and then I'll get really, really sad. And then it almost like gets it out of me. So when the time comes, I'm feeling better. I definitely grieved uh, her sophomore year, but I'm feeling really good about her graduating high school. She's ready. I can see it. I can see how the Lord gives you the grace for the moment. Not that it's not going to completely destroy me, but I can see how God gives you the grace. You know, you, you're just, when they're babies, you're just not in the same mindset as when they're 18. You want to see them fly. You want to see them successful. I told my daughter the other day, we're riding in the car and, and I said, I hope that you are far more successful than your me and your dad are. I hope that you are far more successful than we can even dream for you. I truly do want my kids to go far beyond what, what they even dream, what I even prayed for them. So she's going to be graduating in August of 2024. My son will be getting his driver's license. So there's that. Okay. Also in August of 2024, Grace will be headed to college. So when I say we have a huge year already, and like, that's it. That's like all that started. I've had some uh, absolutely amazing meetings this December, kind of out of nowhere. But um, I know that there's a lot more in store um, for us in 2024. But I'm looking to my 2024 very expectant. I'm very expectant. And that is my personal word of the year this year. So that is what's happening in my life. We're going to do this together. We're going to do this together, family. We're going to rock through this year together. It's going to be a great year. I cannot wait to go deeper in the word of God with you guys this year. I can't wait to get into my next series, but it is going to be amazing. Okay. Catch me right after this break, guys. We're going to take a super quick break. We will be right back. And I'm going to talk about what I believe the Lord is telling our ministry about next year. I'll be back in a sec. Every day. 
a new day, yeah. Vibing in the spirit makes me have a blessed day, yeah. Let's go, X, Y, Z, A, yeah. Looking for a passionate speaker to bring the Word of God for your next conference or church function? We've got the girl for you. Autumn Miles is the founder of the Autumn Miles Ministries with the goal of spiritually challenging the way people think. Autumn is dedicated to teaching the Bible in an engaging and relatable way so that everyone can experience the Lord in a deeper way. Autumn is a survivor of domestic abuse, and she's passionate about educating the church on how to effectively assist victims. Her message of hope and healing has been shared on the big stage internationally. Autumn is devoted to spiritually challenging people to draw closer to God. She is a passionate advocate for the Word of God, women, domestic violence victims, and adoption. So what are you waiting for? You can book Autumn for your next speaking engagement today. Just go to autumnmiles.com. Once there, just search the top of the index for the Invite Autumn tab. Click on it and scroll down for more information. Once again, that's autumnmiles.com. Every day, a new day, yeah. Vibing in the spirit makes me have a blessed day, yeah. Let's go, X, Y, Z, A, yeah. Okay, guys, we are back. I'm super excited to be back with you. And I want to just... As we talk about new, there's so many verses in the Bible about new. I have done so many New Year's messages and shared words that I believe, prophetic words that I believe that God is speaking over myself, that I believe that God is speaking over our ministry. A couple of weeks ago, I was sitting in church, much like you do, and um, we had a guest speaker at our church. He was awesome. Um, he's from another church and he got up and, you know, I got my speakers that I like, you know what I mean? Like I got my speakers that I'm like, yeah, he's the man. Like I can't wait. Like, or she's the, she's the man guys, or she's a woman. She's not the, she's the woman. She's going to bring it. I sat right behind Joyce Meyer, uh, not long ago. And I was like, just by osmosis, let all of this wisdom pass on to me. That was a couple months ago, but there was this particular preacher that that preached and he was awesome and you know me I'm I like the animated preacher type I'm not one for like monotone I'm not one for any of that I'm one for like give it to me give it to me hot you know like I want to hear the word of God preached like you got some passion in your belly you know and he was doing that and um I was sitting there and just kind of trying to digest what he was telling me and he said something that I've always done, but it really, really resonated with me. This year, our family has been through a massive amount of transition, just massive. Virtually everything in our family has changed this year. There's been, oh my gosh, so much transition. And I am the type that kind of takes it all on and I'm like, bring it on, Lord, it's me and you, we can do this together. I say that almost every day, okay, no matter what I'm, I'm coming up against. I just, I just really, really do believe that the Lord has my back and he always has. He was talking in his sermon and he said, you know, there are some of us that do things for ourselves. 
There's some of us that do things with God, and there's some of us that let God do things for us. And it just stuck out to me because I realized, you know, when he was speaking that in a lot of my areas, God, I do let God do things for me. But in some of my areas during that particular message, like it just hit me so hard. I was trying to do things for myself. And the Lord put this like resounding theme in my mind. Let me do it for you. Let me do it for you. It was a couple weeks after that, that I found out that God had healed me from my tomato and pepper allergy. And legitimately, you guys, tonight I'm going to go eat and I know it's going to be Mexican food. (laughs) And your girl's going to eat as much salsa as your girl could possibly eat. God healed me totally. After that message, I realized that sometimes I do let God do it, but sometimes it's sneaky and we, we, we tend to take control of our own lives ourselves. And when we're breaking and when we realize that, oh man, this is too much, we realize somewhere along the way, we decided to step away from God's power and take our issues into our own hands and run with them that way. And I'm just being transparent with you. That's hard for me. I'm a strong person. I'm a strong woman. And there there are so many times when I say, you know what, Lord, take it back. Take it back. Take back this thing I'm carrying. After that message, it just snapped me back where I needed to be. And I began to pray things like, and one of my, my favorite prayers is um, this thing that's coming against me, Lord, it's not my problem. It's your problem to figure out. The thing with the allergy, I prayed and God healed me. There was another medical test that I took. I prayed. It went well. I go to find out the results of if I was chosen or not for this really specific program for my master's degree. And my prayer was, God, you got to do it because I can't do it. And it happened. I prayed for the same person by name for six months last year. And that person contacted me last week. We had a two-hour conversation about next steps to where the ministry is going. This morning, I get up, and I am in the Word, sitting in my bed. My kids are home for Christmas break. And the Lord just confirmed so deeply what I knew He was theming out next year to be. And I want to read it to you out of Zephaniah. I open my Bible to Zephaniah 3.14, and it says this. Shout for joy, O daughter of Zion. Shout in triumph, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. Now, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, (laughs) it's like, what, 5 o'clock in the morning, something like that, super early, okay? Nobody's up except my dog. My dog is up scratching, and I'm like, Oh my goodness, can I not have five minutes by myself? Anyway, my dog was up and immediately I see daughter of Zion. Yep, that's me. Daughter of Jerusalem. Yep, that's me. 15. The Lord has taken away his judgments against you. He has cleared away. Listen to this word. He has cleared away your enemies. 
the king of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst, Autumn. The king of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You will fear disaster no more. In that day, Zephaniah 3, 16, it will be said to Jerusalem, do not be afraid, O Zion. Do not let your hands fall limp or be discouraged. 17, the Lord your God is in your midst, a victorious warrior. He will exult over you with joy. He will quiet you with his love. Some versions say in his love. He will rejoice over you with shouts of joy. I will gather those who grieve about the appointed feast. Verse 19. Behold, I am going to deal at this time with all your oppressors. I will save the lame and gather the outcast. I will turn their shame into praise and renown in all the earth. At that time, I will bring you in, even at the time when I gather you together. Stay with me. This is the last verse. Indeed, I will give you renown and praise among all the people of the earth when I restore your fortunes before your eyes, says the Lord. It was five, whatever time it was in this morning. I, I literally could have shouted when I read this. It just resonated so deeply with me and so deeply with my thoughts over the past few months after I had heard that message. My favorite verse, one of my favorite verses in all the Bible is Zephaniah three seventeen. The Lord, your God, is in your midst, a victorious warrior. He will exult over you with joy. He will be quiet in his love. He will rejoice over you, Autumn, or insert your own name, with shouts of joy. I sat and I have my Christmas tree in my bedroom. I made Eddie put a Christmas tree in my bedroom because I just love Christmas so much. And it's, you know, my kids, it, it was all white lights, but I, we got we have one of those trees that like you can change it to color lights and I like the white lights but my kids come in there all the time because they know I like the white lights and they change it to color lights and so it's color lights right now because a kid got a hold of my tree but I'm staring at this tree this morning reading this meditating I mean I didn't need much more than this this morning to feel like the Lord was in my midst I put out my hand on the pillow right beside me I was sitting in my bed and just could feel the presence of the Lord. He was there. He was in my midst. And the Lord told me, this is it. You've thought for a couple of months now about me being your strength. And the Lord spoke to me and said, this year, I'm going to be your victorious warrior. Now, after the year we just had coming out of all sorts of crazy things and, uh, you know, transitioning, I mean, working for a church, I never thought I would do that. My husband working for a church, never thought he would do that again. I, I mean, we, we have just seen so many different things happen this year. And at some point, at some points this year, we thought, Lord, <laughs> are you there? Do you see us? <laughs> we're faithful. We're, we're faithful. We're here. Are you there? Are you there? And he told me this morning, 2024, you're going to see me be your victorious 
for a year. So prophetically, I speak over 2024 that the Lord, your God, is in your midst a victorious warrior. God calls himself that. He will exult over you with joy. He will quiet you in his love. He will rejoice over you with shouts of joy. And I want my God, the victorious warrior, to shout over me with joy. I have compiled several verses I just want to speak over 2024 with you. Is that all right? Psalm 46, one, God is our refuge and strength an ever present, present. He's in our midst. Help in trouble. Psalm 118.14, the Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. Psalm 119.28, my soul is weary with sorrow. Strengthen me according to your word. Isaiah 12.2, surely God is my salvation. He is salvation for me. Do you see how we can look at these and say, I'm not salvation for me. Now, I, know, I understand that we can't save ourselves, but walking into 2024, having salvation go ahead of you, having deliverance go ahead of you, having a victorious warrior going ahead of you, rather than you going in first and having the victorious warrior beside you or behind you. This year, in 2024, we're not going to walk into it first. We're going to let the Lord walk into every situation that we come across first this year. I will trust Isaiah 12 too, and not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord himself is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. Isaiah 33 to Lord, be gracious to us. We long for you. Be our strength every morning, our salvation in time of distress. And that is what we're going to pray this year. Lord, be our warrior. Be our strength, be our defense, be our salvation, not just for salvation, but for the things that we are going to walk into this year. Isaiah 40, 29 through 31, love this, my favorite verse. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They'll run, not be weary. They'll walk and not faint. Habakkuk 3.19, the sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. You pray different. When you put the Lord in between what you face and yourself, you act different. When you put the Lord's as a warrior in between what you face and yourself, you don't even talk the same. You are not living the life of victimhood all the time. When you put a victorious warrior in between what you're facing and yourself. Your confidence is different. 
your outlook is different, your attitude is different, your gratefulness is different. You don't have to complain because you know the, the Lord was there. If he wanted to make it happen, he could have made it happen. When we allow the Lord to go in first as our victorious warrior, he will fight battles and win where you would have lost by yourself. He knows how to win. He knows how to fight to win for you. He fights for those that he favors. He's victorious. And as we move into this, what I think is going to be a great year. (laughs) I don't want us to go in there with a victim mentality or a negative mentality. I want you to go into your 2024 saying, God's walking in first. I'm following him. Where he takes me, I'm going to go. What he allows me to encounter, I'm going to walk right behind him to get through. What he wants me to say yes to and he opens the doors to, I'm going to walk right behind him. I'm going to follow his lead because he's clearing the way for whatever purpose he has for my life. You go in second. Step back and let him go in in front of you. I love this word. The Lord is in your midst, a victorious warrior. So I'm just planning on a lot of winning in 2024. (laughs) We're just going to win, 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 win. That's what we're going to do. We're going to win. We're going to win because the Lord's going to fight it for us and we're going to win. And we're going to win not because of us, but because he knows how to fight to win. Lord, we love you today. Thank you for being my best friend. Thank you, Lord, for meeting us in our most vulnerable circumstances and carrying us through. Thank you, God, that we have the ability to walk into a new year. Thank you, Lord. Where some people don't, you have given us life to do it. Lord, I thank you, God, for going ahead of us, just like you did the nation of Israel with that pillar of fire, that pillar of cloud. I thank you, Lord, that you have already seen everything that's going to take place in 2024, Lord, and you have a plan for all of it. In all of our lives, whatever that entails for all of us. Spirit of the living God, lead us forward. May we seek you more than ever this year. May we watch you more than ever this year. May we come to know you more than ever this year. May you become more alive to us more than you ever have in any other year that we've lived. We look to you, O victorious warrior. I can feel you in my midst. I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your friendship. I thank you for your discernment, Father. So victorious warrior, lead the way. We're right behind you. Bless this year, as your word says. Bless it with bounty. You surround the year with bounty. 
That's what your word says. Bless this year with bounty. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you guys. I will be right back with a question and a testimony from one of you after the break. I'll see you in a second. Every day, a new day, yeah. Vibing in the spirit makes me have a blessed day, yeah. Let's go, X, Y, Z, A, yeah. Are you new to this whole Jesus thing and don't know where to start? Or maybe you've been following him for a while and you want to dig deeper into the word of God. Then you've come to the right place. Each month, Autumn hosts an online, in-depth Bible study through Facebook Live called The Jesus Initiative. The Jesus Initiative is a monthly spiritual challenge to anyone willing to join and grow deeper in their faith. She covers topics such as how to wait when waiting is hard, moving forward in faith even when you're terrified, and how to combat the spiritual warfare in your mind. Autumn's desire is to help break down complex topics in a way that's easy for everyone to understand and implement into their everyday lives. The goal of the Jesus Initiative is to tackle real-life topics in a real-life way, grounded in the Word of God. Understanding the things of God doesn't have to be hard. If you're a believer who wants to grow in your faith and strengthen your relationship with God, these Bible studies will challenge you in all the right ways. Simply search Autumn Miles on Facebook or follow her on Instagram at at Autumn Miles and click the follow button so you can stay in the loop for when the next Bible study starts. Every day, a new day, yeah. Vibing in the spirit makes me have a blessed day, yeah. Let's go, X, Y, Z, A, yeah. Okay, guys, we are back with a testimony. I love that word. I'm going to be obsessed with it all year. I'm going to think about it for like six months. And then, you know, before you know, it'll be Christmas again. <laughs> Amazing testimony. I we've, we've really had a lot of testimonies in, as of late, and I'm excited to share. But here's one to begin the year with 2024. Okay. I listened to your live. I do Facebook lives. I listened to your um, live a few days ago about God giving us signs for comfort. I find myself stuck in unhealthy habits and ways of thinking from how I grew up. Bless you, child. Me too. <laughs> I always try to take the high road when around family, but usually just leave feeling a bit discouraged and like I need to vent to someone, but I can't. With the holidays happening, I ask God to show me a way to release my negative thoughts and negative behaviors, but I wanted to feel it happen. And I wanted to feel that he was with me, so I knew I wasn't alone. I had one conversation with my mom where I could have said so much to her that would have led to an argument. Instead, I heard God say, that's it. I felt his peace, his presence, and this was my sign to simply sit and listen without saying anything back. I felt good like a weight had been lifted from my chest, old thought patterns and strongholds are being healed. You guys, this is incredible. There is no kind of hurt like family hurt. Okay, there's just isn't. There's no kind of stronghold like a family stronghold. You know, it's really hard to 
work yourself out of a generational stronghold in your family's life. And so we love this testimony because it shows you it's possible. Okay. Breaking generational curses, which are in the Bible, is possible. Breaking strongholds are possible. And I love her boldness. She said, I want to vent to someone, but I don't have anyone to vent to. Who are you going to vent to? Your family? (laughs) No, you can't. You can't talk to them because they are the problem. I love that. I want to encourage you as we spent all of 2023 really focusing on healing. I want this year for you to focus in on action. You have to act after you heal. You heal internally and then you act different. So she's starting that off for us. And I love that. I myself have gone through a lot of healing in the last few years. And I am acting different as I have shared with you in the last few months. So I love this testimony. I thought it was right on target. I thought it was amazing. Okay. And now we have a question. This question is super good. I'm going to read the whole thing. It's kind of long, but I'm going to read it anyway. I was given your book, Gangster Prayer, from my mother back in 2024. Regretfully, I ended up not reading it until early this year. Well, why? (laughs) You should have picked it up and not put it down. (laughs) I ended up not reading it until early this year. It was everything I needed and so much of a blessing for me to read. I was so much more confident in my faith and my prayer life. I asked God one night, now listen to this, before I went to bed, if I would be pregnant again. And he said to me, not yet, but soon. The next month I was pregnant. I unfortunately lost that pregnancy and have felt lost ever since. This was back in March. I thought for sure I would be pregnant again by now and God would restore what I lost. I pray constantly every day for God to speak to me, to give me eyes to see and ears to hear him. I just feel like I'm in a waiting room and everyone else's name is being called except for mine. I hate those waiting rooms where everyone's name's called but yours and you're sitting there forever. I hate that. I ask God every month, will this be the month? And sometimes I feel like he's speaking to me through my daughter because she's told me I'll have two babies in my tummy. It's so hard for me to wait, basically. Autumn, uh, so sorry for rambling on. I love this, though. What I am asking you is how can I be sure of God's signs for me or what he has for me is good when I'm suffering so much? Well, First of all, let me just say, I'm so sorry for your loss with that child. I know what that's like to lose a baby that way. I have had just so many very, very close to me that have miscarried and um, lost children. And I'm so sorry for that. And that pain needs to be talked about more, I feel like. I want to remind you, when there is such traumatic pain, And we're desperate to hear from the Lord. I want to remind you, the Bible says the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. I don't know if you realize it, but the Lord is close to you right now to comfort you. That's the word, not me saying that. 
He is close to the brokenhearted and he binds up their wounds. I want you to understand that he is close. Whether you feel him or not, he is close. It's a fact. I will never leave you or forsake you. It's a fact. Emmanuel, God with us. He's with you. He's close to you. Now, we have to separate that somehow from feeling like he is. Okay. The fact is that he is. It is not a fact that you feel like he is. Does that make sense? So what I would encourage you to do, I have been exactly where you are. I want you to sit quietly in, a, in your quiet time. And I want you to tell the Lord this. I know you're here, but I can't feel you. And I want you to pour out this frustration, this anger to him. Tell him. I don't feel you, but you're here. I know you're here because the word tells me you're here. And you know you can't lie. Pour out. Just pour it out. I feel just super strongly that there is so much frustration in you. Angst in you. And then I want you to wait to feel his presence. Here's what I know about this waiting game for children. Here's what I know. I know. I've lived it. When they come, when God gives them, it will be the most perfect time possible for them to come into your life. I look back a lot. We look back a lot. We're talking about adoption a lot in our, in our home. I longed for those babies for 18 years. 18 years I waited. 18. I longed uh, to adopt. And let me tell you, when they came, they came it was perfect timing. God got all the glory. But let me also say this. Because it was so miraculous, I would have waited longer. It put me in a position to understand and trust the precision of God's timing. Really like I hadn't experienced before. So I want you to get in a room. I want you to tell God, I can't feel you and I need to. I want you to tell him that you're upset with him because you are. I want you to lay out your emotions before him. Let him comfort you. And I want you to find a good scripture. Jeremiah 29, 11, everybody uses that. I know the plans I have for you, said the Lord. Things are for you not to harm you, give you your future and hope. I know, I get it, I get it, I get it. It's great scripture. I love it. Use it a lot. But I want you to pray that God would give you a specific promise from his word that is so razor sharp personal to you that it leaves an impression on you and when he gives you that promise on hard days you go back to that promise and you stand on that solid rock and you tell the devil what to do when he puts thoughts in your head like God's forsaken you I've done that multiple times. That's why my Bible's so marked up, because I'm so needy. That's how we fight the waiting game. That's how we do it, with the word, with the sword.
Okay. I have a lot of compassion for you because I understand exactly what that's like. I hope that helps. Happy New Year to all of you out there. I love you so much. Here we go. 2024 on a show. It is going to be amazing. I will see you next week. A couple of announcements. Next week, we will be starting our New Year's series. It's going to be amazing. You're going to want to come back. I have a whole passage of scripture that I'm trying to figure out how in the world am I going to teach all this in three weeks. But I've got it. I've got it ready. It's going to be good. Also, I announced a couple weeks ago that we were going to put out a digital Bible study. And let me tell you this. I Right after I announced that, it was the next day. I got an opportunity that had me put that on pause, okay? I called a couple of people that I look for advice, and I just said, what do I do about this? <laughs> and they said, you need to put it on pause. And so that's what we're going to do. So I know I announced that, and I hate it. I don't know that that's ever done that before, but I have announced it. I think even prophetically, I like, you know, declared it, and the Lord said, okay, I hear you. And it was literally, you know, within hours that this opportunity came up. So I want you to know that that is still something I'm planning to do, but it might have given way to a greater opportunity. And so we're going to wait that out and we're going to see what God does with that. Okay. Um, Those are my announcements for you. I love you. Love you. Love you. Happy 2024. I will see you next week. Have an awesome week. Thanks for tuning in to the Autumn Miles Show. Be sure to follow Autumn on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube to stay connected and in the loop with what's happening with the ministry. Just search for Autumn Miles in your internet browser. AutumnMiles.com is also the place where you can book Autumn for your next speaking engagement. She is devoted to spiritually challenging people and the way that they think. She is a passionate advocate for the Word of God, women, domestic violence victims, and adoption. Reach out today and book Autumn for your next speaking engagement. Just go to autumnmiles.com. Once you're there, search the top of the index for the Invite Autumn tab. Then scroll down for more information. Thanks again for joining us today. Be sure to tune in next time for another episode of The Autumn Miles Show.